Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the True Achievements podcast. Jack's here. Hello. And Dave's here. Hello. And I'm Rich, as usual. And uh, let's crack on because there's plenty to talk about today. Uh, it is we're recording this on a Thursday because tomorrow is Good Friday, um, but we've still got plenty to talk about from the last six days, including the streams we've been doing. So, um, Jack, Friday was an extra special day because we got our Bean partnership, mm-hmm. and we dressed to impress because it was Fancy Friday uh, on Bean. <laughs> so we, we were looking rather swish. Uh, in ties and shirts and all sorts of other things. Um, we will post the link to those recap uh, VODs or YouTube links um, just so you can see how understanding that was. But um, we had hundreds of people, you know, literally hundreds of people in our stream on Friday. It was absolutely immense. Um, and the first thing we played, which was what we were playing when we got our, our partnership come through, uh, was Skykeepers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tell us about, I think, tell us about Skykeepers. Mm-hmm, describes it pretty well. But, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it was a very difficult platformer. Yeah. So you start off and there was a tutorial level, which was seems to be incredibly long for a tutorial level. It was for standard, you're kind of going from left to right, but there was some backtracking, and each part of the level was segmented almost into a room. And you'd hit a yeah. room, some enemies would spawn, you'd kill those enemies, and you'd be in that room until all the enemies were dead. So you Is had that to what they call them. roguelike? Yeah, kind of. Although it was one of these... Uh, yeah, in a sense. It was Metroidvania, I suppose. Oh, okay. God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you uh, kill all the enemies when you can progress, and each level you've got to try and collect one key item, which is at the end. So you could take the wrong route and end up at a dead end, but you could get some um, extra kind of currency along the way. And then after finishing the level, you end up back at a hub world, where yeah. you can choose to go to another level, or you can enlist the help of people you've rescued in the levels, um, buy things from shops, there's a crafting shop, and kind oh, yeah. of upgrade the city. So it looked two. like it went quite deep. Yeah, definitely. It went quite deep, but it didn't really explain... I didn't think it explained that much of it. We did do a no. lot of cutscene skipping. But... And there was lots of sort of pixel-perfect platforming. Yeah, so the platforming the was very, very fiddly in it. Um, when you jumped, you uh, when you jumped and you were moving through the air, your character kept moving in the air, and if you kind of push left on the stick, they'd keep moving to the right for a half a second before anything else happened which really threw it off on some Tricky. of the platforms. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, we got one achievement for 100 gamer score. There was quite a few... That was a secret achievement. Quite a lot of the, the achievements were secret, and they have rubbish descriptions. Uh, in fact, they haven't bothered to fill in the descriptions, even if they are secret. So you reveal the secret details, and it just says, continue playing to unlock this achievement. <laughs> it's <just> really <laughs> annoying. Um, there are some guides already up on the site. Uh, I have a feeling that we may have got that one for dying a lot, because it was called Whoops. I can't remember. Oh, no, it's for throwing someone down a pit. Yes, that was it. That's right. Um, anyway, I was distracted for most of that because, as I say, we got our subscri- subscription and partnership through. So I was just chatting to loads of people in the in the stream. Plus, we also gave away uh, almost 50 codes throughout this stream and the following stream, which was for LEGO City Undercover, which was provided to us by the good people at Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a LEGO game. But it's not a Lego game as you are probably used to. 
Why don't you explain the difference to the normal games, Jack? Oh, in fact, Dave, yeah. you're doing the review. <laughs> I am, yeah. Gotta step up to the plate. <laughs> Tell us about Lego City Undercover. So it's kind of open world, more like you'd see in, say, Grand Theft Auto or games of that type. But I think the open world is more like a hub than actually being a true open world. Like, I noticed as I've played bits of the city, like there's a bridge and that's closed off, and as you advance through that, I kind of build it lower and stuff that you can move further around. But all around, it's still basically like the normal Lego games. You get a mission, you play it, and then there's bits in in the level that you can't do until you get a particular type of character to do it. So it's yep. still very much a traditional Lego game, but in this yep. kind of more open world setting. But I it doesn't feel like truly open world. Like there's, there's nothing seemingly happens like random side missions and things that you get in like that type of game. It's still no. pretty story based. Yeah, there seemed to me like there was. So we were playing this two player. Obviously, it's got well, not obviously, but as most Lego games have, it's got local co op, split screen co op. Um, it seemed to me there was a lot less of the like smashing stuff up and rebuilding. Things that are the like sort of staple of every Lego game. It's smash something up at the start. It's like that, but as you did a few. There's the things called super builds. Yep. So like there's one where you we build, build a like PlayStation or something. Yeah, you build a place where you can pick up cars. There's them scattered That's all around yeah. the map. Uh, there's I think Jack got to that level where you have to build like a boat and go across. Yeah, there's so, building a boat and there was building a cable car. I think. Right. Yeah. So as you're smashing things, as well as getting like the normal studs that you get in the traditional Lego games, and there is an achievement you know for having like 10 million or whatever, and Oof. getting like the multipliers and stuff with the red bricks still. But you collect like other Lego pieces for smashing things, and you need them to build the super builds. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's probably more required that you need to be smashing things oh, okay. to, to get them bits. There's, there's occasional puzzles, and you get like a special brick that might give you like ten thousand. Mm-hmm. bricks to use for these super builds but I, I found quite often that I still needed to go and smash stuff up to get like the required amount yeah with super builds um, you had to build to progress through some of the levels as well didn't you yeah there's a few of them because like the next level that I did I think you stopped after that steamboat but there's a bit where you got to like make a bridge to get over and you need loads and as soon as you get in there there's another super build you have to build so you, you kind of have to keep playing and smashing stuff and doing little puzzles to get more of these ones to build stuff okay i noticed in the uh, hour or so that i played there was an awful lot of cutscenes. uh so most almost it felt like almost half the time we were playing we were watching <laughs> stuff happen uh but also that the humor was excellent on, yeah, on the par with standard lego games so um check it out if you like lego games it is a bit different but a bit the same yeah and our review will be coming soon so that was Friday. As I say, it was, it was pretty crazy in the streams. Um, moving on to Monday, Jack did this one on his own. It was Rogue Stormers. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that and one. This one was definitely roguelike. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little platformer again. Um, and if you died, you died. But only about, I think it was 10 levels or so, a couple of levels, and then segmented with boss fights in between. Okay. And it was very tricky, but... As you played and killed enemies and got to the end of lap stages, you'd unlock perks, and perks stuck with you through the entire game. So it was a lot of playing a lot to gradually improve and kind of incrementally improve as you're going through. So you can play and expect to die the first couple of times, but if you do manage to get through the first mission, you're going to get a perk that's going to help you. 
potentially. Okay, to make it easier next time. Yeah, exactly. And then it's a rinse and repeat till the end. Um, a couple of achievements like finish the game 50 times. <laughs> um, but to be honest, I think if you knew what you were doing, it wouldn't be too bad at all. The levels were somewhat random. Okay. Uh, the- so it's reasonably clear from this that you didn't know what you were doing because you got two achievements from mm. a grand total of 15 gamer score in your hour. Yeah, it was a tricky one. Definitely tricky, okay. and the achievements don't look that easy. To no, certainly sounds like it. Okay, so let's move on to Tuesday, which was a bit of a highlight, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, much anticipated ukulele. Tell us about that one. So ukulele is made, I think it's a couple of X rareware guys. So it's pretty much Banjo-Kazooie, but rebadged and rebranded. It was great, though. Um, Kind of just what you expected. Nice uh, adventure game. The key of the game is that there's a book, and this one book holds loads of power, and all the pages have been torn out of it. So you've got to go and try and find the pages. Um, The levels themselves, you had a hub area again, and you could um, go and open up a level if you had enough pages. Um, go into the level and get more pages, and then you could subsequently expand the level to add more things to do within it, or you could open other levels. Okay. Um, so it seemed like there was a lot to do. Uh, it played really well. Uh, mechanically, it felt really solid. Yeah. Uh, the music was great. That. Yeah, the character voices and animations and how the dialogue popped up on the screen, that was pretty much identical to Banjo-Kazooie. Okay. It was uh, really good, and I must admit, I didn't see any of... I saw a lot of people complaining online about like, frame rate issues and tearing and stuff like that, and I didn't see any of that when I was playing. People will complain online about anything, Jack. Yep. <laughs> Read what you see with a pinch of salt, I think. But uh, that sounds like a highlight. Now, it is quite pricey, this game. Yeah, it's uh, £35. Oof. So it's virtually a full-price title. Pretty much. I think that's kind of what people are expecting, though. I think... Um, the perks as well went there because it was funded via Kickstarter. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. But uh, as a little okay. side note, we've got a competition on site and Twitter for a copy of Ukulele. Ooh. So if you like the sound of that, it is wicked. Check out the gameplay video um, and get on our Twitters. Uh, it's at your achievement or get on the website on the forum and the contest forum uh, where you can enter. Um, so finally, yesterday we played the sexy brutal. We had uh, much dis- debate about the pronunciation of brutal <laughs> and various other words <laughs> such as sapia and gif. <laughs> it was one of the funniest streams we've done so far. Uh, we found out what people eat up north and what they call their bread. Palmos. So. Palmos, yeah. Now I learned a lot yesterday. Very. <laughs> if you want to learn about education, regional. <laughs> dialects and um, food, the <laughs> True Gaming Network streams are the place for you. Um, so the Sex is Brutal, it reminded me of the game Cluedo, mm-hmm. uh, because you were sort of witnessing murders um, in a hotel, sort of boarding house, and it was quite an interesting mechanic. So it started off, you were in a room, and um, you, the idea was to prevent a murder, and it had a bit of a... Um, deja vu feel because you'd see the murder and then you'd go back in time to try and enact something that would prevent the murder from happening so for example the first murder someone gets shot you have to go and find a blank cartridge shell and replace the existing 
shells in the gun with the blank so that he doesn't get killed. Boom, save the character. And it progressed along like that, and various other mechanics opened up. So after the first one, we got a uh, pocket watch thing that could <laughs> scrub time, so you could go backwards and forwards in time to, to aid your um, murder prevention. There's loads of collectibles all around. It was presented really nicely, sort of 3D isometric, cartoony characters. It, it was just very nicely done, wasn't it? I did struggle a bit with the controls. It was like a weird mechanic, like if you went into a room and um, anyone else was in there, the whole room went dark and you had to run away <laughs> um, which was a bit weird but um, it was interesting I think it could be quite fun if you got further into it the first puzzle we'd solved in about 15 minutes the second one we only just finished at the end of the stream it was getting considerably harder finished by accident as well I think <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes but a very interesting game um, check out the stream if you like sort of murder mystery style adventure games um, with, with a decent puzzle element it, it was it was interesting I thought Okay, let's move on to what we've been playing. So, Dave, it is GTIC, and we're still in it. I just cannot believe this. <laughs> Midway through April. So, I noticed that you've played one of my all-time favourite games this week. <laughs> Roblox. <laughs> and you managed to get the 200 game score achievement. What one is that for? 20 consecutive days. Oh, I already had that one. So, this one, I played it last year when it came out, and I had a few... I think two achievements left. One was the one for doing it in a party, four-player party, which there was like a glitch happened recently, which unlocked it for me. But this, okay. I've, I've spent probably three months playing consecutive daily for this to unlock. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was like the last achievement I wanted, and I wanted to get rid and delete, because it's, it's about five gig or something like that, I think. Yeah. So I wanted to get rid of it off my hard drive. you never guess by looking at it. And I've got every morning at nine o'clock, I've got a Slack notification pops up to tell me to play <laughs> Roblox because uh, you just have to log in and press A on the start screen. And then again at 9 p.m. at night. So twice a day for about three months, oh. I've been doing this. And it never just popped. I don't know. I really don't know. But fine. That sounds pretty. So I was so relieved to get that one done. And then, okay. typically, and then you've been playing some ACA. Oh, yeah, uh, this is the one I bought and played for like oh, 20 yeah. seconds and thought, I can't be bothered with this. But last week, again, we were kind of... I, th I hadn't played much last week, so I've been playing Lego solely, and it's quite stacked towards the end of the game that you get most of the achievements. Right, so yeah. I needed to get some stuff quick, so I played a lot of rubbish. Um, but yeah, ACA Neo Geo, I can't, uh, I just, I can't be bothered with the last two achievements. I think they probably, a little bit of practice, they're probably quite easy, but I just can't put myself through it anymore. I'm done. I'm done with them okay. games. Um, okay, fair enough. You've got 10 achievements for 800 Gs. How, how long did that take? About an hour? Yeah, probably yeah, half an hour, something like that. Okay. Um, you guys told me that there was some quick and easy uh, game score to be had in the Rocket League title update recently. So I popped that in. I got the one for getting 18 goals in the drop zone mode yeah um and another one which i can't remember and then there was loads of others that i just couldn't get because it looks like i don't have the right things so there's one for having a particular topper yeah um, and all that stuff so i think i might need to can you gift things like that you can yeah no. yeah okay you need to give me a load of stuff and I'll, I'll score some more points in that um i've been playing more gp renegade riptide or riptide gp renegade um i've got to the point where i'm like stuck i've done most of the game, I'm, I've just got bonus levels left. I've got about, I think there's 27 races left, and they're all just super hard ones now. I've got unlocked all the jet skis, I've maxed them all out, I've done pretty much everything. But to be honest, you play the levels now, and 
there's almost no way of winning unless you take every single shortcut. And I just haven't learnt um, the shortcuts in the nine tracks yet. Right. So that annoyed me because there's some again there's some pretty heavy backloaded achievements on that. It's probably about 500 TA left for me. It just involves me finishing these 27 races on hard. Um, so I might look at doing that at some point. I've also been playing <laughs> Air Guitar Warrior 4 Connect, which is a fantastic game. We're not only 60 people on the site have played it. Um, I was playing some of that last night. It's a really easy score. Uh, I've got two albums left, and I got stuck last night trying to do one particular level. Um, I don't think the connector's picking me up particularly well. Yeah, That's my excuse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think I've only got like four achievements left in that, but I'm hoping to finish them off this weekend. Uh, Jack's played nothing interesting nope. according to his list. So uh, let's move on empty. to tight use. Um, the Newshounds are recruiting. So one of our sort of annual recruitment drives is to join the news team. They are a lovely bunch of people. You can get your news, your game writing read by thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands of people sometimes um, on TA. And we're also recruiting on the other two sites as well. So true trophies and true steam. If you are interested in writing for any of those things, we will link to the story in the podcast. Uh, but it's a cool team to write for. They're a lovely bunch of people and they will help you. Um, and if you want to look at a, a career in games journalism, being featured on TA is a, is a good place to start. Uh, we mentioned our Bean partnership. That obviously went through on Friday. That is very cool. We've added some subscriber um, features. So if you're a subscriber, you get subscriber-only giveaways. Obviously, you've got a lot more chance of winning uh, if there's only a few of you in entering into them. Um, we are doing a few other bits and bobs. There's a private Discord that we're all chatting about stuff. You've got your own icons to use. We're adding um, bot commands for everyone that's a subscriber as well. So uh, pretty cool stuff. It's pretty cheap to subscribe. Um, I think it's $6 a month, five ninety nine a month or something. Uh, but if you're interested in helping the channel, shaping its future, uh, you can subscribe on the Beam page. And the next thing I wanted to talk about is a new event. This is Easter weekend starting tomorrow. Good Friday tomorrow. Uh, so, or today actually, when you'd probably be listening to this podcast. So we are doing a new event called Easter Egg. Easter Egg Hunt. The theme is 0, 0.0 Gamer Score achievements. So the idea is we have created a page and any 0 point achievements you get, you will be um, entered onto a leaderboard. You need to register for the event first. There's various adverts all around the site for it. Um, register for the event, unlock a load of zero point achievements. Obviously, they're not really used for anything else. You don't get any score for them, but we are giving you something for them. So uh, there'll be a leaderboard with the person that earns the most. Is it over two weeks, Jack, did you say? Yeah, two weeks. I think you've got a two-week period to earn as many as you can. And the winner gets like pro, t-shirt, Badges on your homepage, all sorts of funky stuff like that. But it should be quite a laugh. Um, the reason it's Easter egg is because zero is a bit like a egg. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so um, check that out. There's, uh, there's threads all over the site. Um, all about it. So that's exciting. And the other thing we wanted to talk about was that next week marks the launch of the 500th release on the ID at Xbox program. So we have a week of cool stuff around this we will be telling you our favorite id titles from those 500 we would like you to vote for your favorite we'll be streaming a load of them um throughout the week 
And uh, we're finishing off the week with an interview with Chris Charla, who is the director of the Idea Xbox program. So that will be on next week's podcast. Um, check it out. There will be various stories throughout the week all about ID stuff. Regular news, Dave. Yes. So uh, the big thing that happened yesterday, it kind of appeared on Reddit. Uh, the Xbox is going to have self-service refunds. So this, this is, is pretty huge, isn't it? And yeah, out of this, the blue, really. This is something that's been available on Steam for a little while. So if you buy a game and it's not what you're expecting, the quality is rubbish or whatever, you can just get a, request a refund and get your money back. Uh, they've started it. There's some screenshots on Reddit of people seeing this feature there. It's like in the, what's it called, like the preview area that you get. Yeah. Um, they've said, though, that they're gonna, you're not going to be able to kind of request refunds for everything. You've got yeah. to be limited to within 14 days of purchase and under two hours of gameplay, which I suppose is a decent amount of time for you to see, get a yeah, feel for the game. <laughs> worth noting it's uh, under two hours of gameplay across all the accounts for games been used on, too. Yeah. Probably Ooh, okay, interesting. So yeah, if you kind of download and play it on, too, you've got to make sure you're cumulatively under that. Yeah, I could yeah. buy it. My girlfriend could play it for 700 hours and then I could go mm. refund. <laughs> But yeah, yeah exactly. I suppose it's. Um, I've seen quite a few people saying this is great as long as people don't abuse it. I'll just use it for ACO and Neo Geo titles when I've got the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I suppose is abuse, but uh, they are, you're only going to be able to do it for a certain number of times. I don't think that's public how many times you can do it, but you can't just keep requesting. You can't buy one-hour completions every week. <laughs> get a thousand yeah, so game the, score and request a refund. As, as far as we're aware, um, any achievements you unlock during that play will remain on your tag yeah i guess so we haven't had confirmation one way or the other but that's what we're assuming but they are going to monitor it so i suppose we'll get some kind of feedback as people start doing it and getting told to cap and things like that but yeah great feature it sounds like a good idea i mean i'm so used to seeing that there is no refunds pop up (laughs) when you buy anything on the store god knows how many things i've bought on that blooming store over the years but (laughs) um, it's such a dramatic shift that it's quite i think i don't think it's something i personally use because even when i buy rubbish games i know that i'm buying them for game score and that they're probably rubbish in advance um, but i know my kids have bought things you know on the account and i've been like oh what are you doing so (laughs) it's useful to be able to do things like that be um, interesting to see how much of my backlog that I haven't actually played I could return. It's um, only two uh, weeks, yeah, though, isn't it? No, you've only got to do it in two weeks, otherwise I'd be sending back Oblivion, Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if we could hand back in the it, Games of Gold titles. I wonder how it works <laughs> with um, sales as well. If you buy something at a really reduced price and wait for it to bump back up, I assume you well, just have the sale price back. Much, they'd have to track that, wouldn't they? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, of course they were. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. Let us know your thoughts on the self-service refunds um, in the comments. Okay, let's talk about the Xbox Spring Sale, Dave. Yeah, so it's ongoing. Uh, it runs till like the end of Easter weekend on the seventeenth. Uh, we've got yeah, we don't normally talk about sales, but as this one is going to be running throughout the weekend and it's massive, we thought we would cover it. We've got posts for the Xbox One and 360 sales, and it is huge. There's tons of games. I think pretty much most people will be able to find at least something <laughs> that they're interested in and not got yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's a promotion on for gold as well. If you haven't got gold, you can get gold for $1 for the month, which is... What a bargain. 
Yeah. That's alright because you can get way more than one dollar off a lot of the games with silver. Yeah, I mean, gold, the gold yeah. standards are huge on some of them. Yeah. So I should just mention some of the articles are a bit wonky in their formatting because we've never had a gold and silver sale on at the same time before. Uh, we have worked. We have been working on that this week. So uh, well, in fact, today <laughs> to try and fix that. So uh, from now on, we can handle um, gold and silver sales all running at the same time, uh, which would be good. So apologies for that article being a bit uh, messed up, but you can find all the details on the sales hub anyway. And there is a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like deliberately tons. avoiding it. Like I, I've got piles of games. I just don't want to. I know, I know. But you just look at the list and you're like, wow. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. The good thing is, if you go to the sales page, we will, um, the Xbox Sales Hub, we will remove anything you already own. So that makes things a lot easier. Um, next story. Yeah, uh, Gears of War 2. Uh, this week, the photojournalist achievement, which has been unobtainable for a while, has they've done, they've done something at um, the Coalition and managed to get it working again. The achievement is pretty simple. All you have to do is upload a screenshot from the game, which was obviously like an in-game feature because the 360 obviously didn't have screenshots like the one does now. Uh, but they've, they've managed to fix it. It seems to be a little bit hit and miss, like it was working for a few hours and like about 50 people managed to unlock it the day. And then it went again and then it came back again. So if it hasn't, if you're trying it and it doesn't work, just keep trying. And, but they seem yeah. pretty confident it's working again. Hooray. Always, good Always like it when achievements get that. fixed. Especially when they didn't even do the game. It was... <laughs> the Coalition only came on, didn't they? About three years ago or something. So they're working on all games that they didn't even make. Uh, next one. Cars 3, Driven to Win, has been announced. Um, I've played a couple of the Cars games. I think they're, they're normally all right. Are they? Have you not played any? You must have played a oh. Cars game. No, I'm, I'm 42. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm guessing I don't know but I'm guessing there's a new film coming out which is why it's being released Okay, but, um, it's coming on June the 13th we'll be able to play that so. most um, interesting thing to me about this is that they've announced it for Xbox 360 as well wow which I think that's the first Xbox 360 game announcement we've had for a long time yeah that's pretty huge so it'll be interesting to see if Eva gets canned further down the line and they just decide to go with uh, the one version, or if it yeah, does actually surface. But they've probably copied and pasted the press release from Cars 2 yeah. and um, mucked it up. Um, Dave, so you've, I'm guessing that you've played all of these games from the way you asked me that question. Are these just regular racing games? Um, the, uh, there was one I played that was kind of like an open-world game. I remember it had a ton of collectibles in it, and you kind of went round and you it was like... Well, it's a bit like Forza Horizon, but obviously not. <laughs> you, you drive around the world, and there's like an area that you, you drive into, and it starts a race, then you finish that race, and you go somewhere else and another race. Playground have just been sick, by the way. <laughs> I think I've played that, you know, I've just realised I think I did play that. Cars 1. Yeah, um, it's, it's obviously a purged memory. Yeah, I think it was terrible. <laughs> um, okay, next story. This looked pretty cool. Sabre Inter- Interactive have announced NBA Playgrounds. Um, it's like an arcadey version of NBA, like if you remember NBA Jam years ago. Like, yeah. he's on fire! Yeah. And all that. <laughs> uh, the, the trailer on it looked pretty cool. They, like, they, they, all cartoony and looked like they've got pretty large heads, but 
massive heads. I used to love NBA like damn yeah. years ago. Probably won't pick it up now because of achievements, unless it's quite easy. But uh, this looks great to me. It's um, also a budget title. Yeah, actually, that makes it sound terrible. It's not full price. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty bucks, uh, probably around eighteen pounds, I'd guess, when it comes out. Yeah, so I'm going to pick that up. I think that looks fun. It reminds me of uh, can you remember NHL three on three. Yep. The little arcade game. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hockey, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, different sport, but uh, same kind of feel, like a smaller, condensed version of a court or an arena. Yeah, it's a bit um, like FIFA Street. If, yeah. If you're going on that vibe. Some interesting <laughs> comments in the thread when that was announced. <laughs> cool. Alright, and then the last one this week, Elder Scrolls Online there is a free-to-play week, which is already underway. Um, if you're interested in jumping in that, you've got our weekend. It finishes on April the 18th. I shan't be doing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, let's move on to the biggest back compact news that's ever been. Yeah. Uh, Internet meme breaking back compact news. <laughs> what have we had this week, Jack? So you can already guess if you're listening at home what this is. Yeah, this week we had uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. <laughs> which is the game. So, for those who don't know, every time Major Nelson announces a um, back compact title, there, there is a sort of thing. <laughs> I love an internet thing where everybody reply, return, replies to him um, when is that's great, but when is Blops 2 coming? Uh, and like a million people do it, and I think they've got sick of it. <laughs> so they've actually brought it out now, and no one knows what to say to him anymore. Although lots of funny people said, and when is Black Ops 2 coming up? Uh, which was obviously hilarious. Uh, so yeah, we got the scoop on this, which is cool. So we had a good top of Reddit, all that sort of funky jazz. Um, but it's pretty good news. It was a very popular game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the biggest selling Black Ops yeah, I think so. It's um, really um, interesting looking at the player stats for it. So some people on Reddit had popped onto the game and had a look at a population count, and mm. it was at about twenty thousand. And then they announced the news, and it jumped up to forty-five thousand people. Okay, for a game that was released back in two thousand and twelve. Well, twenty thousand on it at the moment. Yeah, twenty thousand on it's impressive, but forty-five thousand people. Mm. I wonder how many of those will be there next week. Mm. Okay, let's talk about next week's stream. So we've got um, something today that we're very much looking forward to, um, which is called Aero, which uh, Kintaro Sam played at um, Rezd a couple of weeks ago. I watched him play. It looked very cool. Uh, So it's a sort of music rhythm shooty game. It looks a lot of fun. Uh, Check us out playing that today. And then we have some big titles next week to coincide with the 500 uh, releases. I don't know if that was intentional, but we have on um, is that Tuesday? Tuesday we have oh, of course it's the yeah, bank holiday Monday. Uh, we may or may not do a little bonus stream on Monday. Depends what my family insists that I do. I might be dressed as a bunny, uh, <laughs> delivering chocolate to the uh, neighbourhood. But if I'm not doing that, in fact, even if I am, I should come in. <laughs> uh, we'll do a bunny stream. Actually, that sounds disgusting. Um, <laughs> We are, on Tuesday we are streaming Voodoo Vince Remastered, which I know the other guys at ID are very excited about. Uh, on Wednesday we have Flinthook. On Thursday we have Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap. And then Friday we are doing a triple stream, including Deformers, City Skylines, which I know Jez, uh, Corden from Windows Central, is very excited about. And one other bonus stream, uh, to, which will be voted for by site members uh, next week. 
which will be their favourite ID title. So uh, we look forward to finding out what that will be. Uh, we'll be giving away tons of stuff probably on the Friday, so uh, come and join us for those streams. Let's move on to the questions. Okay, question of the week this week is from Crunch Flake, and he asked, what are your thoughts on Nindo, Nintendo Switch not having an achievement system? Can this be decisive when buying a game? Um, Should it be decisive when buying a console? It's probably... A better question, but yeah, I was gutted actually when with the Switch was announced, we, we got all excited because we thought they're bound to sort out their online friend system and they're bound to put in achievements because everybody does these days. So I bought a load of domains. We made up a few little forums and stuff and did, did some stuff, but um, as it turns out, they didn't, they didn't put one in. So those will remember that I... Well, we streamed the first part of Zelda Breath of the Wild the first hour or so a couple of weeks ago on Switch release day. Um, and that's the last I've played of it. <laughs> so that, that probably tells you um, how tired I am to achievements in general. The fact that I've shelled out nearly 300 quid on, in fact, probably more than that, on Switch and, and the mm. game, yeah. Uh, and haven't played it apart from an hour. Um, the controls did also confuse me quite a bit, but... For me, if I'm playing, I get so little time to play games anyway. Um, I'd rather be playing ones that count to my gamer score. How do you feel, Jack? I think um, an achievement system is a great tool because developers can use it to make gamers play games in different ways that they wouldn't mm. usually. Make gamers come back to games with updates for their release. And in terms of a global system, it sits over the top of games and it ties all the games together in some way. So you know on the Xbox, oh, you can get 1,000 Gs on every game that you put in. And if you kind of want to be the best in the world, it keeps you buying games and keeps you wanting to progress that score and get better. Whereas yeah. if the game... It's, it's not that the games aren't disjointed because they're obviously all different, but not having that global kind of tie between them with a system like that makes them feel more disjointed in my mind. Yeah. I think it was a bit of a mistake. I think it would have been great to have a system like that and it would have been the perfect time to introduce something because there's a lot of excitement around the console and getting people on board for something like that, it keep them buying the games, keep them playing it, jumping back into it. Dave? Same, like, I'm surprised they, they didn't do it. I just think it makes sense. Like, even your phones and things don't they have achievements yeah. now. But, like, I'm, I kind of like the fact that I don't really care about Steam achievements. So I can just play, like, Football Manager and thing without worrying, yeah, without worrying about right. having to look for guides. Like, cause it, it's definitely changed my kind of general play on the Xbox. I still pretty much play what I want, but I'm, you know, looking at guides and seeing the missable achievements and should I do this first or that first and things. So, uh, if I had a, if I had one, I'd probably be a bit relieved that I could just play without worrying. But I think it's surprising that they didn't. Yeah, me too. I mean, to be honest, they didn't even sort. You've got to remember, like a twenty-character randomly generated friend code to become friends with anyone, uh, which is just <laughs> honestly it defies belief. So <laughs> obviously, they're not that bothered. <laughs> they're not that bothered about giving people what they want, apart from more Zelda and Mario. Um, <laughs> Okay, next question. Good question, Crunch Flake. You've won a game. Yeah, I'll get in touch with you on Twitter and give you a game. 
you can say this name, Rich, because I always say it wrong. Isaac the Sack. There you go. Um, <laughs> he's asked. I know that this podcast podcast, podcast is for TA. But I was just curious if you do if you're going to do anything like Easter egg hunt or the TA playlist over on True Trophies or True Steam Achievements. Uh, that is a great question. So Easter egg hunt we did think about, but it doesn't really work because there's no zero point trophies or Steam Achievements, so that doesn't work. However, a TA playlist. Um, we have built all the functionality for it to work across any other site. So what we need, if you are interested in helping out on True Trophies with uh, events such as this, is some volunteers for an events team on either of those sites. So they're currently recruiting for new news teams. But if you are interested in doing stuff on True Trophies and helping organize events such as a TT playlist or a TSA playlist uh, or various other events, then uh, please PM me either on trophies steam or through ta and uh, just give me your details uh, why you want to help out and how much time you've got available these things um when we do events normally they require small periods of a reasonable amount of time so you'll do nothing for like three months and then you'll have like a day's worth of things to do um so it's not like constant um things like tt playlist would take a bit more time um because we need to organize the games that are going to be played um it, Obviously, you'd want to write the stories about the, the games themselves, manage the threads, that sort of thing. That's probably a bit more effort in the playlist stuff. Um, but generally, they don't take too much effort. So if you would like to help out with that, just send me a PM, and we'd love to start some of that stuff up on those sites because those sorts of things are good at bringing the community together. Um, so, yeah, I'm all for it. Warfare 2 No Skill, he asked, now that you're streaming and partnered as a streamer, where do you think Beam should improve? Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Um, Beam do a lot of things really well. We've like the our first experience with the platform, as we were saying, was really good. Just the the speed of things uh, is really impressive. There are a couple of things that we, in fact, since we've been partnered, we've noticed even more stuff that we didn't have access to before. That's really cool. Um, but there is a couple of things we would like to do embedded uh, Beam streams on the site, but at the moment they all auto play. So there's no way to actually do that unless we're happy to have what might be 18 rated videos playing uh, at the moment you go to someone's page, which is no good. Obviously, if you're on mobile and stuff like that, you don't want uh, video and, and audio auto playing. Um, I believe that's in the works to fix that um, or to, to make that change. Uh, that would be really useful. And the other thing is we use OBS uh, for our live streams, but we have to... We can't use their faster than light service because we need to record our streams at the same time so that we can send them over to YouTube afterwards. Um, if Beam had a way to export their VODs, which is video on demand, so they they record it as we as we stream as well, so you can go back and watch anyone's old streams. If they had a way to export that stuff to YouTube, then we wouldn't need to do the local um, recording, and that would save us. Well, we would have to use faster than light, which would mean inst pretty much instant streaming, which would make chat interaction better. Um, but really, they're, they're doing a great job, aren't they? Is there anything that you guys think that would be useful for them to have? Um, nothing jumps to mind. I think they're pretty much nailing it with what they've got. They're always making things better. They're always trying to make... Yeah, that's the thing. They're constantly working on new features and, and new stuff. So um, there has been a bit of up and down network stuff over the last week or so because they're moving to a new stuff behind the scenes I think um, so fixing all that stuff would be good 
There was a few times it said that we only had five people in the stream when there was 60 mm. people entering a fraffle, <laughs> which was a bit weird. Um, but generally, they're doing good, aren't they? Yeah. From a, like the viewers' side, I know the, the players sometimes a little bit fiddly. Yeah. You'll, you'll start a stream and it, nothing will happen, so you have to refresh a couple of times and things like that. But um, it seems to, for me, it seems to have improved. Like, I don't get that issue anymore. I just go to the channel, wait, and the video automatically starts. But yeah, I, I think all of that stuff's been improved all the time. Yeah, and I know it, like notifications have improved that. Like I, I get web notifications and things when you go live. Yes, they've like recently that. added that as well. Yeah, so that's good. But yeah, generally, I think it's it's pretty good, and it's still very young in it, so it's kind of growing and expanding all the time. Yeah, I mean, I know they're working on so many things all at the same time. It's pretty exciting. Um, speaking of Beam. We will be adding Beam functionalities to our website in the next hour, hopefully. Although we're going to be streaming in the next 20 minutes, so maybe not uh, slightly after the next hour. <laughs> we will be adding Beam functionality. So you will be able to set up your Beam channel. It will give you a panel on your homepage. Uh, you can choose whether that panel is only there when you're broadcasting live or it's there all the time. Um, we will post uh, notifications to your feed when you start broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. So all your friends can see on TA if you've started a Beam broadcast, which is pretty cool. Uh, we're also integrating Beam into our live stream hub. So as well as the Twitch um, channels, you'll be able to go there and see anyone on TA that's broadcasting across Beam as well. Um, it's pretty pretty sweet. So um, look forward to that in the next hour or two. <laughs> um, cool. Any more questions? Yeah, last one. Oh, oh. forgot about that. <laughs> Someone's going to win a game. Yeah, uh, this week we're giving away Pixel Heroes Bite and Magic, which is one Jay reviewed uh, a month or so ago, and he seemed to really like it, which is good because Jay's <laughs> sometimes harsh on ID <laughs> games. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want to win this one, uh, the code you need to enter is H626M6Q9RJQW. J7QMY6DVPKQ4Z. So go and get it quickly as soon as this podcast goes up, if you can. Yes, do it. Okay, and um, the, final uh, question then. Yeah, from McLovin Legend. He has uh, asked God. He asked how many zero point achievements are there in games, not apps, and do you think devs should even put these in? Okay, Jack, do you remember the numbers? Uh, I think it's 329. Okay, and they're the obtainable ones. There was a few unobtainables that we've removed. Um, So obviously we've obviously created this list for the Easter egg hunt event. Uh, So yeah, there was around 300 on games. Uh, That excludes challenges as well, um, as well as apps. And there was around about 900 in apps, I think. Yeah, 900 is about 1,000. Yeah, 250 overall, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't see them that often. There was a game the other day that had a zero pointer for getting all the... Achievements. Achievements in the rest of the game, which is effectively a sort of mini platinum. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what that game was. It was something we were streaming. Um, But no, I don't think devs should put them in. It's really annoying. (laughs) Please don't put them in. I remember the, like the probably the most famous ones are well didn't Quake ship with no gamer score at all. Yeah, Quake Two's game. Got okay, like, oh, so zero. that was like a, 
in the infancy of achievements anyway, so we can forgive them for that. But Titanfall 1 had one for, like, um, leveling... Didn't it have one for leveling up 10 times? Yeah, that was, like, the hardest, or the most time-consuming achievement. Was, yeah, yeah, it was um, Zero. World of War. And World of War, yeah. yeah. Getting to Prestige 10. Kane yeah, prestige 10 times. Yeah. Kane and Lynch getting to number one on the leaderboard and number two on the leaderboard were all zero-pointers. I can okay. kind of see why they do it in that you can still learn the thousand, you know, if you're not really invested in like these. Yeah, I mean, the leaderboard one sort of makes sense. It's because you, that might be literally impossible for but you to get. But it still stops you getting the completion, doesn't it? In terms of yeah. It. So, I don't actually, do you know if you like, I don't know any of these games, but do you know when you, uh, you actually go on the Xbox and it's like got a little pie chart thing saying how many achievements yeah. you've got. Yeah. That's on game and scoring it, so maybe that's a reason why they did it. That so that you could, you could still get a, like a completion without a completion. But there should be challenges, yeah. really. Shouldn't I can understand it on the 360, but on the Xbox One, there should be challenges. Yeah. But like, without a time limit, I don't know. Yeah, you can't do that, though. I suppose you could put infinite time limit on them. Yeah. Um, anyway, good question, and no, I don't think they should be here. <laughs> <laughs> Right, new achievement list. We've got quite a lot. Yeah, we've uh, definitely got quite a lot. So we had a, another ACA Neo Geo game hit overnight, which we've spoken about already. And we had another ACA Neo Geo game hit. We had Galaxy Fight Universal Warriors. This sounds like a yet another beat-em-up. Yeah, all of these are just fighting games or beat-em-ups, which, with all the same achievements again. So <laughs> That's weird, because like, I, I downloaded a golf game. Turf Masters. Um, Yes, Surf yeah, Masters. Yeah. Did that have fun? Are any of them like shooty games or anything like that? It's Metal Slug, that must be a shooter. Uh, Metal Slug is yeah. like a side scrolling shoot 'em up. Okay. Yeah. But look at the And big funny spin off of them. Oh. Isn't it? Wow. Excuse me. Okay. Um then apart from that we had the a Windows ten version of the Wolf Among Us hit. Ooh. Which is pretty cool. So So there's a few of these Telltale games coming yeah, out. I think Telltale have said they're gonna try and bring all of their Collection, point and click collection to the PC. Okay. Which is pretty. What's missing? Crazy. I think there's. Um, Walking Dead, Game we've of had. Thrones, I think it might be the only yeah, one. Game of Thrones and Borderlands. Borderlands, yeah. 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 Okay. Then we had the Crawl with 45 achievements. Uh, what is that? That is an ID game that's coming out, but I oh. know nothing about it. Jimmy, not, not for a while. It's not coming out this week. It's not, yeah, it's, 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 we got it. It's, it's this week. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's already out. Uh, then we uh, had Shyness, or Shyness, <laughs> The Lightning Kingdom. Uh, 42 achievements, and Race for Sun with 25 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score. Okay. And, and a ton of DLC hit this week. Yeah, we've had quite a lot of DLC. So we had the, some new stuff for Elite Dangerous, and that's separated into a tile update and some DLC. Uh, we've had some stuff for Watch Dogs. Um, Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, Watch Dogs 2. Um, there's one achievement for 50 game score, which is Showdown mode. And that is available to f- for free as an update for everyone. Okay. And there's No Compromise, which is an achievement they patched in for a, another console version for a DLC that's coming out next month. So I don't know if there are going to be any more achievements coming to that DLC, but it feels odd to have one achievement in a DLC pack for a big game. So I'm hoping that they will drop some more stuff. Uh, we had a new title update for Neverwinter, The Cloaked Ascendancy, with eight achievements for 70 gamer score. 
a new event in Overwatch, the Uprising mode, and that's time limited, and it'll be switching off at the start of May. Um, so make sure you jump on that early if you do want to earn that, those achievements. Uh, some new title update for Smite, Celestial Voyage, two achievements for 40 gamer score. And finally, a DLC for Ghost Recon Wildlands, Narco Road, seven achievements for 300 gamer score. So if you hadn't spent enough time doing the same <laughs> thing over and over and over again in Wildlands, you can spend more time you doing now it. pay to do it some more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also hoping to stream some Neverwinter next week. I forgot to mention that. Um, we should be doing that next week at some point. Um, I think that's everything. Any other business? No. I think that's it. Okay, cool. Thanks for joining us today. I hope everybody has a wonderful Easter. Uh, please join us next week throughout the week for our week of ID celebrations as they reach 500 release games. Um, as I say, Chris Charla will be on our podcast next week. Uh, which is a cool interview, and he talked about how he feels about the achievement and gamer score system, which was quite interesting. Um, and we will speak to you all then. Have a good Easter. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.